another Friday night for Tech Vibe Radio. I'm so excited to be on air tonight. We have a, a, yeah. a whole slew of great guests that are going to be hanging out with us tonight. And you know, Audrey, I tend to overbook the show because we only have so many opportunities to do the stuff we get to do. Is so we got to jump right into and, uh, it. And let's just we jump really right do. into it. Jump right here. into this. Yeah, we have a Theodora Palomalo here. From Play It Forward. Yeah. Yes, Play It Forward Pittsburgh. So, Play It Forward Pittsburgh. Yes, Play oh, It Forward like Pittsburgh. That. Yeah, we're initiating activation. It's all done here in the city. So, love our it. first wow. one. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's let's just roll right into it. So, talk about what this is. What is this? So, uh, Play It Forward Pittsburgh is basically a season-long campaign where we're trying to raise awareness and donor, um, organ donor awareness and registration. Uh, we want people to know in the city of Pittsburgh, as we're known to be the city of champions in sports, that we're also championing, 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 championing. Yeah. Yes. Excuse me. That's Sorry. a tough one. No. Yeah, that's that is. That's a long one. Okay. Championing. Ch- championing. championing. Oh, it's a New York. That's your that's New York, the New York accent York coming side in right there. Okay. On, exactly. right. I did hear that. I did hear that. <laughs> I love it. Um, that we're kind of uh, on the forefront of organ donor transplantation. Uh, a lot of people are not aware of that in the city of Pittsburgh. Um, that we pretty much lead between all of the different hospitals and uh, social right. uh, hospital groups that we have here. Um, we're leading in pancre- pancreas, lung, heart, and liver transplantations. So all the major, really? Ones. Yes, yeah, yeah. Between uh, all through uh, Children's Hospital, uh, through UPMC and AH- AHA. And you can only transplant them if they're available to be transplanted, which is why Correct. I'm an organ donor. Yes, I, me and too. I am Thank proud you. of it because... Yeah, I am too. I didn't I, have to specify anything, right? You don't have to specify anything right. because uh, everything is usable. Right. And um, See, I didn't realize that how much is usable. Yes. I thought it was just like a couple things. But then you were telling no. me before we went on air. I'm like, wow, man, oh, yeah. that's crazy. Eyes, skin, that's everything. Everything. So, Nails, everything. So everything. one person can save a lot of lives. Truly. Actually, one person can send, save up to eight lives. Wow. Yes. And so how did this passion come about for yeah. you? Uh, so for me, I guess, um, I really wasn't that aware of the need for o- organ donors. And uh, one of my best friends, who's basically the brainchild of this uh, campaign, is a native Pittsburgher, lives in uh, in the, on the East Coast now in New York, but um, they're part owners of the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. and they have a personal story with her father-in-law needing an or- organ transplant, which he's not going to get. He's a little bit older now. But um, just realizing that there's so much need that in Pennsylvania alone, there's uh, 8,000 people who are in need of organ. They're on the waiting list for right, organs here, right. and we make up only 50% registered. So, so there's the gap, right? There's yes. a low registration. That's a low. That's. I mean, it's actually better than the national average, which is great, but we can do better. We can do better, Especially right. being the fact that, like, we're championing. Champion, yes. yes. Championing. We are yes. the champions. Yes. We are champions <laughs> of sports and medicine. Yeah. Let's bridge the gap and let's do this in organ donors registration and so as well. You've been at sporting events throughout the since the fall, and you're yes. now kind of winding this thing up. We have two but more months. I, yes. I have a feeling you're going to be doing this probably in 2018 as other things kind of kick off because you've been, I guess, reaching a lot of people by by being at events and. and Getting them out there, letting them know. And so, if they're, the issue. what do people need to do? So yeah. Like, what's a takeaway from here that you can sort of give to our listeners? Well, I think what's really important is um, if we're not, if you're not an organ donor or you're not sure, you can go to our website, which is uh, playitforwardpgh.org. Okay. And register through that, or you can text uh, PGH Proud to three one three one three one, and we'll send you the link to register if you're not registered. So you can actually. Register and say, I'm now an organ donor. Right so then and there. Now. It's a five-minute process. It's nice. very easy. Um, basically, this this campaign has made it so much easier for everyone 
who isn't aware or sure how to do things, right, just, you can go right. to the website, you can text it, you can come to our tents at the activation mm-hmm. sites before games. Uh, we have lots of families who are recipients and givers of, of organs, both live and, you know, family members of people who passed on that were organ donors. And then the recipients who get to enjoy all of these, like, really fun events that we have prior to the game starting. And then after the game, um, excuse me, not after, during the game, a lot of times we bring them on the field. Or mm-hmm. There's a lot of fun experiences for That's people awesome. to come and enjoy and, and also just learn. I bet you've met some amazing people along the way. heard some great stories about how amazing. organ transplants and, don- and being an organ donor has just utterly changed people's lives. Yes. Um, I can just tell you firsthand, the first activation we had was at the University of Pittsburgh game. And we had a hundred families that were there with, okay. with you know, from young kids to adults, and just to see, you know, families with their little children on their, you know, on their shoulders at, yep. on the at the tunnel, you know, watching the Panthers come out, definitely, and seeing that the babies that they had on their shoulders, like two years old now, were recipients of organs that saved their life, that they would not have been there. Wow, it was such a moving experience, and I was like, okay, this is something that like everyone can relate to. Not a doubt, everyone can relate to. I love it. I didn't realize that. Children's Hospital has performed the most pediatric liver transplant nationwide. Successful. Successful. Which is very important, yeah. Yeah. The most successful, yes, yeah. It's it's really, it's you know, it's on the map. But, uh, Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh is really like a pioneer in all things right. uh, innovative and cutting-edge kind of technologies for not only just uh, organ donor transplantation, but even cancer and everything. They're just really mm-hmm. on top of everything and making sure that what they're doing is not only – uh, the first to do it, but the most successful. And, you know, it's it's been really beautiful just since Troy was even playing that we've been a part of that family for over 15 years. Without a doubt. And to see yeah. how much it's grown and how much they continue to do and how much they continue to grow and how many lives of kids that mm-hmm. they save. And then that in turn creates yeah. an entire family structure that is so much stronger now as opposed to what they could have been when they were suffering or going through the loss of, of anything. With well, you know, illness. I've, I've gone to Children's Hospital, unfortunately, uh, you know, been there and um, from someone from the West Coast with a, a young five year old who had gone through who's continues to go through a lot of troubles. Mm-hmm. And I've been amazed at how renowned Pittsburgh is in yeah. this particular area. This is the pancreas. This is a particular mm. kid with a, a significant issue with the pancreas, a young, young child and um, flying back and forth and this being the place wow. where they've actually have found the best care care the best um research the best um overall treatment yeah i think that and i mean there's... i think it was eye opening for me not just because of this situation but the hospital itself is amazing it's amazing it's completely been constructed to ease the feelings of, of anxiety or anything you might have, even for parents and young children. Right. Both, Going exactly. in, that could be an overwhelming experience right. to have to doubt. go through something like that that could potentially, you know, obviously painful and a lot of things. And they really do the best they can, not only to create an environment that's uh, inclusive to loving and, and trying to stay at home as possible, but also just very warm and, like, to just really help people segue through for the sure. process. So wow. play it forward, PGH. So play it forward, PGH. So org. Yeah, I love it. I really encourage everyone to check that yes, out. Yes, please, please. Be an organ donor. Be an organ donor. Be an organ donor. Yes, All the cool yeah. kids are organ donors, right? Totally. It's as simple as that, and you can just impact so positively people's lives by, by making that simple yes, step. So Thank Theodore, you. For thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thanks Absolutely. for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Good work all the way around. Just one more thing Pittsburgh can be proud of, man. That's all I can say. Yep. I love it all around. We've got a great show in front of us. You know what? We have a double deep dive tonight. We do. 
we do. Oh, no, we do have a double deep dive tonight. What was I thinking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't, don't know what you were no, thinking. My mind's on two other things. We actually have, a, actually, it's kind of a double deep dive. From the standpoint, we're talking about Best Robotics and the Carnegie Science Center Awards. Right. And these are impacting kids at the STEM level, which I think right. is just fantastic. And we also have um, Carney stopping by. They're a digital marketing firm here talking a little bit about workplace culture and things like That's that. Great. So, yeah, there's just too much going on tonight. Absolutely I can only really get my brain around it. I'm just thinking about the fact that there's this great thing going on when it comes to this organ, organ, I know. organ donation, transplantation with playitforwardpgh.org. Go there, check it out. Theodore, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you. We do appreciate it. We'll be right back after this quick break. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Thanks for keeping your dial tuned right here to Tech Vibe Radio this Friday night. Day after Thanksgiving, I can't believe it. It's just like the the year's gone by so fast. Totally stuffed. Totally stuffed. But I always make room for Tech Vibe Radio. And we have a great guest in the house tonight. We do. We have Deb Moore of Best Robotics. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. Thanks for stopping by tonight because we want to learn more about this Best Robotics thing. Audrey and I get pumped up when we learn about companies that are helping kids get into technology and science and engineering and math and all that fun stuff. So give us give us your pitch. What yeah. is the pitch about Best Robotics? So the pitch about Best Robotics is this. We are a STEM education program with the goal of workforce development. Um, Best Robotics is a six weeks after school program that um, takes place in the fall. And it's free for schools and students. And I think that's one of free. the biggest differentiators. Really? Yes. And what schools? All schools. Uh, we're currently uh, across about 17 states, serving over 900 schools, uh, about 25,000 students. And that's everything from homeschool students, uh, parochial, private, public, schools on military basis. Um, and we will be opening up our model to also incorporate community groups um, to overcome some of the obstacles that our school sees. We want to make sure that those groups that are already engaged can also facilitate the program. And so these are for for middle school and high school? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I'm in a city school in the city of Pittsburgh, this is accessible to me? Not currently. So okay. uh, we just announced our headquarters this past summer, and we have been talking with a number of universities and groups in the area about getting the program in place for this coming school year, the fall of 2018. And that's really the primary uh, piece we need to have in place. You know, we talk about the program being workforce development, but what it does is it creates a consistent pipeline. So we partner with higher ed universities, technology schools, and different um, cities across the country uh, to provide the event itself to sort of facilitate the program on a global level. They recruit schools. We help to recruit schools. And then we reach out to companies and industry to help provide uh, the mentors who fill in the gap in learning. So that's everything from how to use the power tools to cut your wheels from the robot to support on some of the free um, software that our sponsors give to the students and to the schools to you know simulate, to mm-hmm. do CAD drawings, all those types of things. So people who are listening that are across mm-hmm. um, southwestern Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. what, how might they get involved in what you're doing? Well, I'll tell you, I think that the um, we should know some things here in the coming month or so, uh, certainly before spring, about what we will have in place for the fall. But we're also working um, actively to put some what I call bite-sized programs into place to have them accessible 
to schools throughout the region. And uh, by Bite Size, I mean we do a number of different trainings uh, for our teachers, for our mentors, as well as their students throughout the year and through the summer. What we know for sure and what we see is that there is a great fear factor when it comes to adopting these programs. And it's not based on any one single element. I mean, you know, kids are somewhat fearless, but there are some who don't feel like they can't see themselves in a tech role or that's, you know, that's for someone else. But um, teachers also have a bit of fear in learning some of the new things that, you know, firsthand for them, first time ever seeing it. Again, it's not something relative to their everyday world. And then just the fear of how do I accommodate this on top of everything that you know, they're already happen. doing. Right. Yeah. And also some fear on the um, school administration side. You know, is this how is this going to impact our budget? What do we need to think of in terms of uh, competition with other after school activities and such? Um, so these bite-sized programs are, uh, we're going to take some of our training that's shelf ready and can try it out, right? Yeah. Get, get your feet wet. These are real simple things. These are things using little Arduino robots, learning how to follow a black line. You're using drop and drag code. You know, it's the same type of thing. Just get comfortable with it because once we're ready, once we can accommodate these schools, we can, you know, they'll be hungry for it and comfortable. But in the meantime, we've got these bite-sized programs that they can take back, you know, and use at their locations, again, just to get students' feet wet. And then we have a number of online resources as well where people could do some self-learning. Speaking of online, what is your website? So our listeners can go and check you guys out. Our website is bestrobotics.org. Just that simple. I like it, that. It's that simple. That means I can even type it. That's and so is there a Pittsburgh <laughs> link on that website now? Well, there is, um, but okay. primarily you'll see under the contact us. We encourage you, if you have questions, please contact us directly, myself sure. or Rosemary Mendel. For sure. So how can we get more female uh, students involved in this? You just asked one of my favorite I- questions. I'm saying it's important to us. We want everybody to be inspired and do fun stuff with robotics yeah. and technology. So there's this one element of our program. It's called the Best Award, and teams can opt in to do it. It's in addition to the actual robot scoring competition. The Best Award encompasses a marketing um, presentation, a trade show exhibit, and community outreach. These students have to come together as an entrepreneurial company, pitch their robot as a solution to a panel of local media and marketing folks. They're volunteering their time to be judges. So in that presentation, they bring in brand, they bring in uh, budgets, mm-hmm. and creative, of course. But what we found is that with that element in the program, those schools that are competing for the best award have the most gender diversity because the females in there are quick and happy to jump on board, to get to be the writer of the presentation, to get to be the graphic designer for their website, to get you know those really comfortable right. communications positions. And then fortunately, because we have such a cohesive approach, I mean, they have to collaborate at, at the very team level. Um, we see these young ladies pushing aside some of the gents and stepping up their second cool. year. I and they're it. like, you know what? I'm driving that robot this right. year. Very cool. And um, because we have a lot of students who continue, that has been surfacing as a recent trend. I mean, it's really... Uh, Makes you feel good because you could tell someone Definitely. that it's for everyone, and STEM is, you know, for 
accessible. But if they can't picture themselves mm-hmm. there, that it's going to be hard for them to get there. So that's one element that we're doing to help increase female participation. And then we're also looking at partnering with other organizations who have that specific mission. Because overall, the mission is to make STEM accessible and inclusive. So that doesn't matter what your income level is, your gender, your race, or your geography. I mean, across the country, we are in some of the most rural neighborhoods out there. I mean, we're in places where they can't stream the training because the bandwidth isn't strong enough. Wow. That's uh, how cool to hear that, that you're getting into those parts of the community where it can really impact some lives at that point, too. You know, it's so funny because I imagine ahead 10 years from now, we're going to laugh about even the word robots. Yeah. Right? Because it's about what's autonomous and what's artificial intelligence and, you know, how do you use language Mm -hmm. and how do you you know, do optic recognition. And the real part, the important part of this work that you're involved in is about making people feel comfortable about this sort of new world. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what everyone is, you know, in some ways afraid of. Mm -hmm. So I like to think of when we talk about robotics, it's just that's one step of the journey. But if we can get people excited about making things and understanding, structuring sensors and, you know, combining all that, mm-hmm. we're creating this whole new additive set of skills. So I hope that people who are listening understand that it's not just the mere word of robots, but it's the real, it's really getting back to yeah. making things and moving things. Across the mm-hmm. spectrum. And yeah. Across, yeah, yeah. Across, so, across all the so go to go to bestrobotics.org and check it out because this is such a cool program and we're so glad that you're here in Pittsburgh <laughs> making it your headquarters. So we're taking a break. We're coming back with a lot more Tech Vibe Radio, maybe another serving of that Thanksgiving stuffing too. I don't know. We'll see what we can do. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. We're from the Pittsburgh Technology Council 24-7. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. No better night than Friday night and hanging out with some good friends here on Tech Vibe Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And Audrey, I can't believe, I know I keep talking about if we get closer and closer to the end of the year, like 2018 mm-hmm. is going to be upon us. And the time goes by so quickly because we have these milestone events that happen across the year. And one of those being the Carnegie Science Center Awards. It always happens in May. And May is going to be here before you know it. May? Yes. And that means those awards are going to be happening. So we are here to talk about nominations for this year's Carnegie Science ah. Center Awards. Yes, so we have no strangers to Tech Vibrate. Right, but here. I mean, they, these these folks have been up to some amazing things over the absolutely, last year. Absolutely. That's why, are we going to have time to Everything. talk about the yes, stuff? Yes, of course. That you've been doing? Okay. Hope absolutely. So. Good. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, I love awards. I get it. Of course. They're also doing some incredible things transforming our city. We're, we're going to cover it all okay. as we far are, as that goes. We are. Yes, yes. we are. Good. Well, don't let me interrupt. So. Well, <laughs> first we need, first uh, from the Science Center, we need to remind everybody that there are only six days left to submit their award nominations oh, it's tick, for tick, Carnegie tick. Science Awards 2018. Yes. So go on the CarnegieScienceCenter.org website, look for Carnegie Science Awards, and uh, submit your nomination because and there are many, many deserving there people are. in this or- in this region, as you know. And Ron has reminded me. It's very easy to submit a nomination. It doesn't take hours and hours and loads of paperwork and authentication. Well, let's find and out stuff what's like the process. That. Yeah. Well, it's pretty simple. Go on the Carnegie Science Center website, carnegiesciencecenter.org, 
click on Carnegie Science Awards, and it's a pretty easy online application. I think the other thing to remember is all the different categories. Right, that's that, what right. I want to hear. Who should we be right? thinking about? Exactly, right. exactly. So we give a broad one called Leadership in STEM Education. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That could be anybody uh, from any kind of organization. So it could be Jonathan? No. Oh, uh, anybody else. <laughs> anybody. you are. Oh, man. Okay, man, it could be Jonathan. I was <laughs> hoping, Ron. I was hoping. <laughs> I'll nominate you. Please do. Uh, leadership in Career and Technical Ed. Oh. Um, Elementary educator, middle school no, I love educator. Those. I love those awards. Those, high school? Those get my heart. Oh, yeah. University so if you know educator. a great high school teacher out there that's exactly. making right. a difference, nominate them, nominate them, nominate that's them. Great that's right. Or an elementary teacher. Right. Uh, who's inspiring okay. kids about science and technology. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, keep going with the categories. I know there's so yeah. many of them. Yeah. Entrepreneurs. Uh, we have a startup entrepreneur category. Uh, we have one for corporate innovation. Uh, the emerging female scientist. I know, I uh, love that category. A young woman cool. who's just doing some great work. Is that a, is that a newer a category? Of... Is that Do something? they have to be a scientist? What's the definition of a scientist? Because I think I have Good someone point. that I want to nominate I think it can, for that. It's, it's pretty broad. Okay. If they're in the technology fields, could be technology applications, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, robotics. Notes, you know, keep it kind of open. I like that. Yeah. If in doubt, nominate. I like because it. the because the because you uh, don't know Plus because you don't know, don't know. Right. and and this this brings people on right. our radar who actually right. might be eligible for other categories. Well, I was going to say, mm -hmm. do you ever come across where someone nominates for a category, but you look at the nomination, and you call back and say, maybe you could nominate them in this category? Or... We've done that. Okay. that yeah. That's happened from time to time, and and the uh, the selection. Uh, committees talk with each other when that happens and say, we'd like to send you over an application. Okay, okay. So each category has a, has a selection committee of their own, and many of those members are former winners in that field, in that category. I, know, I like, ah, I like it. Okay. So they, uh, and they take their work tremendously seriously. Absolutely. They really do. A um, couple more, life yeah. sciences. The science communicator, uh, somebody who's just really made their mark uh, communicating and helping the public understand science and technology and uh, uh, advancements that are happening in our region. We could be science communicators of the year. You, you indeed could be Tech science Live Radio. communicators of the you year. Can we self-nominate ourselves? You may self-nominate. <laughs> Actually, that's an important point. You can self-nominate or be yeah. nominated by someone else. Hmm. Now I'm getting ideas. So anybody out I'm there who's ideas. thinking, I'm, I I'm deserve that award. I like that. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. So it's all on our website, CarnegieScienceCenter.org. You'll find all... Those categories, a little explanation of each right. one, and like I said, but you have to you the end of the month easy. to do this. You have the end of the month to do six this. more days. Six November more days. 30th. Tick, 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 tick. Yes. So once that happens, now it, it, you go quiet for a little bit because you have to actually sift the all of these and select. Yes. But you'll be announcing winners. We'll be announcing winners usually by the beginning of February. Excellent. We'll be announcing the winners. And this is what I like about your awards because you announce the winners ahead of time, so we can get really pumped to lead up to that May fourth. Date. We do. And the other reason we do that is because we like to do little videos of each of the winners that we show yes. on May 4th. Those are very mm -hmm. powerful videos, too. Every year when you go to it and you watch the videos, you really get to know that person. Thank you. We think so, yeah. too. And if you go on our website now, you'll be able to see some videos of past award winners. Oh, Give you right. an idea of kind right. of the, the field mm -hmm. of people and the caliber of people who have been winning these awards. I love it. You know, the other thing that those, those videos do is, yeah. uh, especially the ones of, of some of the young kids, uh, the elementary students, the middle school students yeah, who are getting amazing. the awards. You know, the the kids are inspired by the videos of the adults and what they're doing. But truly, honestly, the adults are inspired by these exactly young right. kids That's and exactly what they're doing, right. too. Right. Right? Yeah.
Very much so. Very much so. It really speaks to the Pittsburgh technology community, doesn't it, and to science and technology in our region. And that's why we're so proud to sponsor this event every year. For sure. And, and how many years has this been going on for now? This is our 22nd. 22nd. Holy second. Right. One year more than One tech more year 50. than our Tech 50 award. I know. So you have us, you have us beat by a year. I know. <laughs> of doing the good work of really, really raising the visibility as to what's going on you know, here in the region, all the positive stuff. All of these events are important made. for our region. Oh, of course. All of but there's them. so many yeah. great stories, aren't there? Mm-hmm. It's really an honor to have the chance to, to tell some of them. For sure. And so that's yes. why every so, year we really want to encourage people to be part of that part yep. of the story. Okay, so they go to your website. Yes. Which is? CarnegieScienceCenter.org. And they will find click, click on, on Carnegie Science Awards. Awards. Okay. It will tab on the top. And it will so, take you right to your form. What else is going on? There is so much going on at the Science give us Center like, right just now. Give us a couple of bullets. Well, we are building a new expansion. We just opened our new uh, Rangos Giant Cinema just right before Thanksgiving, uh-huh. and that's amazing. We're bringing Star Wars in next month, uh, right before Christmas. Fantastic. And so- then we will be opening our PPG Science Pavilion in the middle of June. Wow. That's a whole new expansion on our Riverside that has a new suite of STEM learning labs for classes right. and camps and teacher professional development a two-story traveling exhibition gallery, an extraordinary event and conference space called Point View Hall with great, great views of the point. Yeah. You I mean, that's what yeah. you've done. You've really sort of added to that access. And so can people access it on the side as well? They indeed can come in from right. the trail they can side. Come from the trail side. So we have right. two front doors now. I know. We have that's a, what I think is the so. original front door, and then we have the Riverside front right. door. So, yes. And now that whole Riverside is going to be uh, really re-landscaped and uh, – It'll be a, a demonstration site for stormwater management. So we'll be taking that makes water a lot of sense. I know. I remember, oh, I like I remember it. here. Mm-hmm. Bringing it down through the landscape and really helping visitors and anybody coming through there to understand mm-hmm. better ways of handling wastewater than dumping so it back they, into the system. So how far is the connection now? How far is the connection now? It goes, it seems like you're taking a little bit more pathway. Yes, we're going a little, a little closer to the river. And essentially, the uh, the new expansion wraps around what used to be our theater dome. Okay, um, that's and, what and I and thought. And that structure <clears throat> remains intact. So the mm-hmm. outside of that theater remained the same while we gutted the inside and completely replaced it with our, our new um, laser digital. So this right. is a big year for you guys. It's obviously. a huge year. It's wow. huge, yeah. It's been and I'm thinking about amazing. all the more people you're going to impact now. I mean, you know, I've... I can only imagine probably the millions of people that you've reached. Well, that's really years. the point. It's not really a big year for us. It's a big year for Pittsburgh. Exactly. And we're the... going to be seeing lots more visitors for sure. And we think that there'll be many visitors who come from outside the region to visit. I mean, the, uh, it's America. becoming a true destination for like the tri-state area or more, the East Coast, to come and check out all the different things you guys have. It Especially with is. the great exhibitions that will be coming in. Absolutely. Uh, we'll be opening with Art of the Brick an exhibition uh, Art of the oh, Brick exhibition coming in June. Okay. Uh, it's a single artist uh, exhibit, uh, an artist by the name of Nathan Sawaya, who has started recreating uh, world-famous sculptures and pieces of art, but doing it all in Legos. That's what I'm talking about. And so there's 10,000 feet of these beautiful Lego artistic pieces. Oh, my God. And then we got to do our, our thing, too. So we're going to add 4,000 feet of just wild lego time where you can <laughs> wild lego time all kinds that's of a bumper sticker right there right just millions of legos kids <laughs> adults come in compete build the you know the objects of uh that you'd like to with lego so ron what are you going to build fun. what's what's the first thing you're going to build with with the wild lego building oh i think i'm going to probably i'm going to build a, a robot that comes okay. in and 
I don't have to be in my office, and it just it just it just looks like a, for it, me. It's a Lego Ron. And talks yes, man. yeah. <laughs> but the really interesting thing is this <laughs> artist also every every city where this city where this exhibit appears, the artist does a special piece for that city. You Ooh. can't dictate what that piece is oh, going to wow. be. Okay, but, but he will be inspired by Pittsburgh in some way and create a piece that will. Wow. And then you guys, you guys will, you guys will house that then. We will at the uh, at the science center. Yes, we will. Man, I'm telling you, there's just, there's too much going on. It's exciting stuff. But just reminding everybody about the awards, the deadline is just six days away to enter, and after that, you'll announce winners. And then May 4th is the big, big day. And then June 15th is when we open our new expansion. Wow! So it's going to be I know. really That's an exciting big, time. That oh, is yeah. so cool. We are just so pumped for you guys yeah. in this regard. Really proud. What an asset for the Thanks. city. That's all I can say. At the yeah, end of the day, you. this is what's making Pittsburgh Pittsburgh these days. Thank mm, you. All the way great. Around, so. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we look forward to the awards, but we look forward to the things that you do each and every day. Thank you. Great. Audrey, my head's spinning about the Legos right now. It's got me I thinking. I can't wait for this because, you know, I'm a Lego nerd when I was a kid. And I still. So was my daughter. Every year I buy one Lego kit to build. So you should see what answers gave me. Uh-oh. I know. Is it a Lego kit? It's a Lego thing. Oh, I'll show you. Man, me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so six more days. Just reminding everybody: be sure to enter so many categories. Don't be bashful. There's so many people out there deserving of, of of being recognized for their good work out there. Educators, scientists, technologists, entrepreneurs. It's all out there, and this is the big night to do it. For and, sure. Uh, absolutely. Good. Good stuff. Ron and Ann, thank you for stopping by. Thank, thank you. you. Absolutely. Good stuff. We're taking a quick break. We are coming back with more Tech Vibe Radio, I swear. Just to remind everybody, the Tech Council loves helping you succeed. Right. Been doing it since 1983, 84, 85. It's moving on, man. Just, 34 years. Yeah, I know. We're, we're, hitting, we're hitting some milestones here. In Next year's 35? I think so. Absolutely. Aye. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter <laughs> at pghtech. We'll be right back. It's no mistake. You're listening to Tech Vibe Radio, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, you could change the station, but that wouldn't be fun because we've yeah, got a great we guest a in great front of us. Guest. Yeah. So, Audrey, you know, almost every day I get an email from this thing called the Daily Carnage. So do I. Yeah. Every I, day, I, Monday I think, through Friday. I think, I think everyone's getting this email because I know people are talking about it. it. It's packed full of wisdom and some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And we got the folks behind it here. Should I say the folk behind it here? Who's representing the folks behind it here today? We have, <laughs> we have Nicholas Kamenisi here today from Carney. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, so, this is cool. Yeah, so first off, before we talk about the carnage, I like the name too. I, it kind of cracks me up because you get that feeling of like things are being destroyed and yeah. there's like this like this trail of destruction behind it to a certain degree. Cause, I actually like, don't like it. It's funny. Like I, I presented it in the beginning and the okay. team just loved it and I was like, okay, I guess we got to roll with now it. I gotta, oh, really? oh, so you yeah. were kind of like joking about the name yeah. and they're like, we love it. I remember it. putting it on the whiteboard and thinking like, uh, and they're like, yeah, let's go with it. Now we have it. We're totally rebranding with a new logo and everything. So. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. I've seen it's that. Sticking. So who is who is Carney? What is Carney and what do you guys do? Yeah, Carney is a full-service digital agency. So yeah. um, designers, developers, marketers, all things digital. Um, we just got into a new office in Regent Square. I know. So that's pretty awesome. Oh, where is that? Right next to D's. These cafes. Exactly. Oh, get These out dogs. of here! Yeah, yeah. We're trying to get them to get the tap lines extended up into the. You need one copper <laughs> Wait, line. So you're right there next to D's. <laughs> yeah, if you're staring at D's, we're in the glass castle. On the so left above <laughs> Typhoon, where Typhoon yeah. was. Yep. Exactly. Okay, Got so it. then you can go get vanilla pastries. They're gone. They're gone. I know. Oh, let's not talk about that. I okay, was I was going. bummed about yeah. that. Yeah, but a lot of people come by and 
they're like looking for cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> they're like they're yeah. not here anymore. I'm man. looking for chandeliers. But you can see, <laughs> I'm looking for beer, and I can usually find it right there at D's yeah. or McBroom's right next <laughs> and door. And D's has vegetarian stuff. Heck yeah, that's okay. all I eat. Are the veggie D's dogs. is going to have to pay us to be a sponsor. So exactly. Let's, let's, so let's go talk on about with carnage. you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. So um, one of the things I think that makes us successful is having all those disciplines under yeah. one roof. Um, so when we look at a project, we look at the entire project, and uh, not just something that's design centric, but from you know, does it have a good foundation right. as for developers and for us supporting the marketing efforts? Um, but yeah, we have a really awesome team. Everybody pretty pretty much made up of th- free thinkers, you know. Free thinkers. <laughs> <laughs> Trying what's, to, the, what's the objective? So talk about what the objective is. What do you th- hope to accomplish when you're working on a project, or you know? It well, it depends who you're talking to. Uh, so okay. You're talking to marketing, and uh, you know. Um, you can get kind of romantic about it, right. but for me, I mean, at the end of the day, the client is looking for to generate revenue. Right. So and they, they want you to build them a site or an experience that makes them money, right? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Is, is there a particular sweet spot you work with, or a particular vertical, or do you work across industries? I think you know everything from um, local, smaller, small to medium sized local businesses, okay. but also larger car, uh, corporations like in pharma. Um, so McKesson, okay. uh, Phillips in the nice. medical device. So you get case. a great mix of clients. Then you work with big guys, small guys, and everybody yeah, kind of in between. So along the way, as, as you as you build things for people, you learn lessons, and these are things that you're kind of putting into the Carney, right? right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think uh, before I came on to Carney, I mean, my routine was consuming blog content, video content every single okay. day to sharpen, uh, you know, my skill set. And so when I built out the team, the marketing team specifically at Carney, I wanted that to kind of be baked in to the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was originally originally the idea behind it. Let's write contacts on the best marketing um, content that's out there, and let's let's do it in a newsletter format. We didn't necessarily think it would take off. Okay. Um, as time went on, the more and more practitioners like ourselves started finding the same kind of value in it. Absolutely, absolutely. That's very cool. So. When you have about how many readers do you have now? It's about ten thousand. Is it? Um, but we do we continue to trim that list, so we look for engagement. Um, and uh oh, so I might be cut off. You of it? could get cut. yeah. Wait, how many times do I accidentally Dude. delete it or say I'm, I don't have time today, and then you say I'm not going to send you the email? Yeah, you don't know what I flagged. <laughs> yeah, or do you know? What I we know flagged? everything about you. Oh, if you open man. the email, I know a lot about you. You know where we hovered, right? <laughs> yeah, every Ooh, all the creepy stuff. Um, yeah, I mean the the criteria for that is pretty broad. It's would be something in the range of somebody didn't open the last fifty emails. Fifty. Oh, yeah, so we got a while. Yeah, we, got can, a little, we can we can go like ten time. weeks. We can go ten weeks before you're going to cut us off. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, but I like the little snippets on it. There's been the, this and this new one that you have out. So the, I flagged it on the, brand. The gifts. You like the gifts? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's I think a lot of people like that. We did have some talk ne- about that. Too. We had some negativity about that. Yeah, really? Talk, talk okay. about that. The gifts. Uh so I mean, one thing that makes it successful too is the voice that it's written in. Our copywriter Jordan, she was formerly uh at Modcloth. Mm-hmm. Um and so she has a certain way of writing that definitely appeals to our demographic, our persona. And so throwing in those little gifts and extras i think is what makes it something that's you can digest on a daily basis yeah so wait so who is your persona uh, yeah this is interesting so when we started out we were we were targeting strictly marketers uh using facebook um to do that 
And slowly we started to see this persona turn up, which was essentially 25 to 40-year-old women in marketing with the job title, perhaps uh, marketing manager, CMO, and primarily in New York and California. Wow. Um, so I don't meet any of those. No. <laughs> it's not for you. That's, that's the core like the core. audience. I'm it's an the, outlier. You're an outlier. A small sure. outlier. That's a good thing to be an outlier. I'm proud Outliers of it. Outliers are cool, man. <laughs> I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it because I have an interest and passion in marketing, creativity. I've worked in tech, and I'm from New York. Oh, okay. So you mean she kind of meets the yeah, crowd? Yeah. Ooh, that's how. But I've been here 16 years. Still New York, man. <laughs> that doesn't really. Yeah, you're count, you're, you're right? a Pittsburgher and a New Yorker. I don't think the New Yorker ever goes so it's, away. I, it's always interesting to me because we, you know, we are so wide in my world. We're so wide, and sometimes, you know, we try to, when we catch our breath, we say, okay, should we narrow, right? And what does it mean to narrow? And the way that we generate, you know, cover our own costs is not is through engagement. Yeah, I mean, I always say to to niche down. Um, that's mm-hmm. the secret sauce. People don't want to do it because it, it doesn't feel good up front. You know, it doesn't like, it hurts? Right, it uh, hurts. Absolutely, <laughs> it does. It does hurt. I mean, if you're authentic, right, it hurts for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's about playing the long game. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm guilty of it too. You know, I've done you this are? done this before with other lists. Have you? And um, for instance, I've started a project even before this that I'm still a partner in, um, that is primarily appealing to the outdoor industry. And so when we first did that, it was we were just going out after everything, whether it's rock climbing, camping, hunting, fishing, mm-hmm. and um, we just saw that like the open rates and the click rate were not good. So we like really pared down. You to started really focusing on almost strictly fly fishing, a little bit of upland hunting. Wow, geez. And, and so we started finding that yeah, that's it, where you engaged. But it, it hurt because you know we had to actually dump a people. You're of seeing people lots of people coming off the list. Yeah, absolutely. But it made sense. Them. Yeah, it's a it's a hard breakup when for you're sure, running yeah. a business and you you want to think for the long game and you're, you know, if you're running a company, you want to be visionary. And so as a result, very often, a lot of things get aggregated and accumulated over time. They get lumped together. And they get lumped, they get sort of lumped together. Yeah. I can say that just for myself running oh, yeah. the tech council. And then I see like a nugget and I go, that's a great idea. I want you to experiment with it. Or someone will say, I have this idea, and I'll go, that seems like it fits. Right, go right, experiment right. with it. And then all of a sudden, we're so wide, <laughs> right? We are flying a big plane. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I guess it depends what your objective is, too. To you know? rule the world. To rule. Yeah, exactly. Simple one. Very simple. <laughs> I, you might very get, focused, though. I guess very you focused. Broad on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that, need I'm a big just, list for that one. I'm working with one. you, doctor. Come on. Help me. <laughs> yeah. So. so what else? What have you learned about environments? Like, I know that you have some perspective about like culture and oh, like environment. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I could tell you what the last carnage that we got. Just think about thinking outside the employee mentality. I know. I really I wanted to hear that. That was really interesting. And just reminding our listeners that we are talking to to Nicholas Kamenisi from Carney. So, Nicholas, tell us about this. I think there's a common misunderstanding when um, you know you hear a lot of people talking about or referring to themselves as entrepreneurs, and um, people either black and white think you're you're an entrepreneur you're flying solo or you're locked in you know a corporate situation where you're an employee but i think that that mentality actually if you have that within a successful organization it can be even better um so for instance even with those that i've selected for my team i look for those things not so much like what their their degree was 
um, even who they had worked for, but like what were their projects like that are outside of That makes work? sense. Yeah, I know. That, that's a really neat, unique way of looking at that. That they've worked on. So yeah. I think a lot of people can start to feel stuck in an organization. Um, maybe they, it could be a matter of their pay or they feel like they're not being treated fairly. But I think there's so many resources online right now that you can easily start to kind of sharpen your spirit. What do you recommend to help someone who feels like they're stuck? I know. That's why I called him doctor yeah, before. Exactly. Sort of See? Cool. I like this, this Audrey. Is, I do. Jeez. So what do you suggest? We got a doctor in the house. What here. do you suggest? Well, and that was, like I said, was part of the inspiration behind the carnage because me personally, I was consuming so many different blog articles and podcasts. Oh, um, I had even, you know, had certain mentors that I had worked with as far as uh, to develop my skills in marketing. And that just gets uh, can get overwhelming, right? Yeah. Especially if you're going to do it consistently. Um, so that's that was the idea behind the carnage. Let's pare all this down, put it in one consumable email for people, mm-hmm. so they can make that same type of progress right. without feeling overwhelmed by consuming all that content. And so, Nicholas, if people want to start receiving the carnage, we want to, we want to grow your list for you a little bit. How can mm-hmm. people reach out and, and say, I want to receive this? Well, we're going to grow it. Then yeah. he's going to shrink it. He's going to shrink <laughs> it. And focus he'll on retarget it. it and yeah, All of a sudden, I'm buying Upland camping gear. And yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> that, that's a whole separate, that's a separate uh, entity. Uh, you just go to carney.co. Okay. Um, scroll to the bottom and go to the Daily Carnage. C-A-R-N-E-Y dot C-O. Correct. Not dot yeah. com, dot C-O. Yeah, and then C-O. You, there's a link down there and you can sign up for yeah, it. Yeah, the Daily Carnage. And if um, you don't open it in 50 tries, then you won't receive it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might make an exception. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really recommend people to check it out. Uh, I think there, thank you. There's some really good stuff going on there. And mm-hmm. I'm glad you're in Region Square. You're in my neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. I'm, gl- I'm glad to know there's there's cool men and women like you You guys can meet at, at D's. D's, that's my and, place. And see if they'll sponsor the show. Hey, I've been going to D's since like 1999. That's all I can say, man. Before <laughs> it was D's, I was going to D's. I'll just, I'll put my, I'll put my fork in the table. On that. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, and I love it. I love it. I'm glad you guys are there. Thanks again for stopping by and talking shop with us today. For sure, yeah. Thank Thanks for you. the opportunity. Fantastic stuff. Remind our listeners, every single Friday night is Tech Vibe Radio. Don't forget, tune in, enjoy it. Hey, go to iTunes and check us out as well. We've got over 1,500 podcasts, if I'm not mistaken, last time I counted. It's kind of ridiculous. It's it 10 years so worth of content, fun. man, because we have fun. too much fun talking to great guys like Nicholas here. Yeah, man. Thank awesome, you. awesome stuff. So, hey, do that. Go to pghtech.org, learn more about the tech council. After that, have an awesome weekend. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo.